0: Hey y'all, this is Courtney. Annie, Mani. And you're listening to the Soul Sisters Podcast.
1: is the soul sisters podcast if you're listening in for the first time thank you for joining us and you are now officially part of the ssp community so welcome and for those of you who have tuned in for previous episodes and have been with us since season one thank you so so much for your support we really do appreciate y'all courtney what's going on
0: nothing much can't complain um don't i'm really not counting but like this week i hit the 60 day mark of quarantine and it was just like oh this is interesting it's been a it went by fast so
1: you are counting
0: i just knew that it was 60 days i just knew Mm -hmm. um but yeah other than that just baking i made my first red velvet cake from scratch
1: yeah it looks really good so go ahead and tell the folks what you have uh been working on in quarantine you just had some exciting news
0: Oh, I wasn't even gonna say nothing. Oh, you might as well. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, okay. I was not prepared to do that. Um. So yeah, I've been baking. I've been cooking. I've been container gardening, as you know. Um. And so a lot of my friends, I started with doing like cooking with Courtney on Instagram, and a lot of my friends sort of pushed me to do that. Um. And then at this point, it's just. On a weekly basis, I always cook. I'm always cooking. I'm always baking something. And I always try something new baking-wise every weekend. And so I was already using my Instagram as just, like, showcasing that. And so a couple of my friends were like, so are you going to make a YouTube channel? I was like, YouTube? No. Like, no. Nah. Wasn't going to do that. Um, and so I just thought about, okay, if I just do an Instagram, basically the same thing. So launched my Instagram for just my journey in cooking and baking and gardening, um, container gardening. And I'm doing this whole balcony gardening to table when I, when all of it harvests and everything. So I created an Instagram page called blossoms and butter. Um, so yeah, really excited to just get into that and see what comes out out of that and what the Lord has planned. Truly for that, um, that Instagram page. But again, uh, a lot of support today. Um, I launched at like 9 a.m. my time, and like I already have like 125 followers. So mm-hmm. it's 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 gonna be really cool. So I'm yeah. really excited. That's
1: exciting. Um, super proud of you because you're very passionate about baking and doing things with your hands. Um, so it's really cool. which is cool i think it's so amazing because i'm not passionate about that stuff like i want no parts of it so to know someone um that is literally um finding their passion and and also bringing joy to others is really
0: cool because i know a lot of people have been enjoying your food lately yeah Um, and i think the part of it is like i get joy out of sharing it so like the stuff that i bake i'll send i'll drop off things to my friends and even the red velvet cake that I made wasn't for me it was for a friend and for their birthday so that brought a lot of joy and just being able to do that and have the skill set to do that and food always brings joy to people and it warms people's hearts so that's
1: yeah. nice one of these days I will try your treats one day I'll ship them to you uh, mm, we got to be careful you know I'm on a meal plan so we'll see yeah ya. Yeah, I haven't had sweets in a minute.
0: Um, But that's good.
1: I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Uh, Life is interesting. Life is busy. Um, I have no exciting news. I have not launched anything. I have not been doing any sort of hobbies, uh, which I'm okay with that. (laughs) Quite frankly, my life is a lot less boring. Um, Or not a lot less boring. It is boring in comparison to Courtney right now. So... um, it is that's just what it is and it's fine like i mean it is what it is like i'm not complaining just y'all
0: saints listen i just have no exciting updates and that's fine this time no one that needs to be doing hobbies sometimes you just want to rest even my mom was like i'm so not resting you? though that's oh. i mean that's true so, not- you're just busy yeah that's also true yeah, but it's okay.
1: Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, all is well. God is good. good. God is good. All the time. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. God is good. That's what the saints say. That's what the saints say. <laughs> <laughs> and got the nerve to fan yourself with the church bulletin. Goodbye. <laughs> or with the funeral from the funeral home <laughs> with, my, with MLK on it. Lord have mercy. What a mm. time. Mm-mm-mm. Um, so we would be remiss to, uh, not mention uh, a couple of tragedies that have been happening lately that really affects, um, a lot of us, a lot of our brothers and sisters, uh, especially those part of the, uh, black community. And those are the, um, fatal shootings of Ahmad Aubrey and, um, Jason Sean Reed, um, Two black men um, that were killed. One, Ahmad was running in his neighborhood, killed by a father and son. And then Sean Reed, um, gunned down by the police. And and it's horrific that these events were um, recorded. But at the same time, if they weren't recorded, we're not sure if um, there would be any sort of publicity on these instances. So, we just wanted to take the time just to shed light, uh, give our condolences to yeah. the families, um, not only the families of those who were gunned down, but honestly, all families are impacted, right? Yeah. In some capacity, yeah. and I understand some of us may not want to be empathetic towards the um, towards those who 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 murdered um, Ahmad and and Sean Reed, but it impacts everyone at the yeah. end of the day. Um, so it's I can't say that I'm still shocked that we're dealing with this. Um, it's so unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. Do you have any yeah. thoughts?
0: It's really sad because it just happened back to back like that, and I think a yeah. lot of a lot of times these tragedies do happen back to back, um, and we've seen historically that's happened where there's just one one killing and then another one like right after, and so at this point, like you said, it's it's not surprising, but it's still hurtful, um, and just as a as a African American woman as a black woman and one day if i have a son what am i gonna teach my son like how am i gonna prepare my son for you're gonna give him the talk like we the all talk. Got the talk <laughs> correct but like man like to be in that position to to you know to feel that it's just a lot it's a yeah. lot um
1: yes yeah. this, this is true uh one of these one things that one of the things that i hate when these instances occur it's like you see a split in the body of christ Mm. And I hate that so, so much because it's so obvious what our initial response should be mm-hmm. and what the posture of our heart should be, right? Yeah. So we know that um, there should be justice, right? Mm-hmm. We know that um, we should extend empathy towards the family, right? Yeah. There should be no justification for any unjust killing. Yeah. At the same time, as Christians, we also have to demonstrate forgiveness. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so it, you see such a split in the body. And then you see racial divide and tension mm-hmm. in the body, which I know is something that the enemy uses to cause division in the body yeah. overall. And I just I hate seeing that. Yeah. Um, it's almost an Inevitable when these instances occur, Um, and honestly, it it grieves me. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm. What? No, just all of this just has made my heart pretty heavy for the last two days. So yeah, Yeah, I think a lot of
1: a lot of people are are feeling that. I mean, it's hard, especially if it's something's on social media that's all you see. It's yeah, and I know for us is those part of the Black community. This is unfortunately it's nothing new it's something that's been happening but it's yeah. just like oh my gosh how many times do we have yeah. to go through this how many times do we have to experience it and even even though um arrests have been made it still yeah. doesn't mean that they'll you know have to serve time for for doing the crime so yeah it'll be interesting to see how it all pans out but definitely um, we'll definitely be keeping both of the families all families involved um in our prayers
0: absolutely absolutely so we're going to transition into the topic of the day so y'all know in this day and age especially as millennials we have a lot of discussions about um the way our parents raised us and like what they did right what they Mm -hmm. could have done better um one of the biggest things that we've seen a lot of discussion on on social media is about providing for your children once they become adults Mm -hmm. um and so we're going to discuss that i know there's especially in black households there's like different, different understandings of what happens when you're an adult, when you become an adult and providing what that looks like. So we're going to start off. The first question is growing up, would you consider yourself spoiled? Yes or no? Yes, absolutely. Like I,
1: Mm -hmm. I I was spoiled growing up. Um, one partially because I know that my parents wanted me to have experiences that they didn't have. So my parents were very big on, um, Family vacations. I mean, the first time I went out the country, I was like seven years old. Mm -hmm. Um, They were very big on just giving us those experiences and making a better life um, than what they had growing up. I'm still spoiled, but it's it's changed differently. So it's like, um, I don't like lifting heavy things. So... um, So for example, like I train, I work out, and I work out with two other male friends of mine, and if a weight is heavy, I will look at them to lift it, because I won't want to lift it myself, if that makes sense, or if I (laughs) got to put, or if something needs to be put up, and it's a little bit heavier, I'm going to look to them to do it, because I don't want to do it. So spoiled in that way, but Mm -hmm. definitely was spoiled growing up as a kid. Gotcha.
0: What about you? Yeah. Um, absolutely. Um, I was spoiled. Um, like I was raised by women. So my great grandmother, my grandma, um, like I was super spoiled. Like I, every, anything I wanted, I got, um, if I wanted, like I, my treat every week was either a donut, or like a, do- a dozen of donuts or some cake or whatever, literally whatever I wanted. Cause I was the baby of the family. And so there was never a time where, whatever i asked for i didn't get barbie jeeps or whatever and even like um my mom just providing as well of just like the the latest outfits or the the latest toys or whatever it was i think my like growing up my mom just wanted us like you said to like have what she didn't have and so she yeah i, I was mm-hmm. yeah yeah
1: I think another aspect is thinking about why parents choose to spoil their kids. Mm. So I know we already touched on like our parents wanting to give us experiences that they didn't have growing up. But I also know for me at one point with my daddy, he spoiled me just to overcompensate for all the craziness that was going on with my mom Mm. to make up for all the hell (laughs) we were going through. Um, So, for example... Like I mentioned, family vacations, that was the norm for us. We went on family vacations all the time. And so while my mom was still, you know, in the home drinking or whatever, my dad still made sure we went on family vacations because I was normal. To mm. us, even if he didn't have it, um, he still just took us on vacations just to create some s- sense of normalcy or was very lenient because of everything else that was going on. So part of it was him overcompensating for uh, my mom not being around. Mm-hmm.
0: What is your view of parents considering their child as grown once they um, turn 18 and, and how and some cases the parenting shifts
1: okay so this whole word grown I think Mm -hmm. (laughs) listen I don't know what characterizes someone being grown I don't think that is like um, maybe I think that term is subjective depending Mm -hmm. on who you are where you are in your Mm -hmm. lives so I know for me the option this is what I was told this is how I was raised. When you turn 18, you either go to college or you come up with some sort of plan. Mm -hmm. And I'll give you a little bit of time to stay at home, but you're going to have to contribute uh, financially if you stay at home. So whether that meant like paying a water bill or the electric bill or something Mm -hmm. like that. I think um, you have to parent your child based upon how your child is like not not all children are the same i mean even like growing up with siblings you know Mm -hmm. that parenting styles are different or the way you interact with um different children you know varies um i think it just depends it's i'm trying not to speak for everyone i can only speak for my experience but i think parents have to find the balance Mm -hmm. of helping their child but also making sure um that they are able to be an adult. And that doesn't necessarily start when you turn 18. I think yeah. there's a process mm-hmm. or there's certain things that parents can do before kids turn 18.
0: Yeah. What That's are your thoughts? Good. Yeah. Um I think it depends on the child, um but I also think like Some, some parents, especially in the black community, I see this a lot where parents are like, okay, you turn 18, you got to get up out my house. Like that's just it. And I've seen that there's people I've gone to school with that have had that same experience. Like you're grown. You, I have done by, done right by you all 18 years. Now is your time to be an adult, do your own thing, provide for yourself. Um, when it comes to that, I think that's, that's so unfair because depending on the child, like they may not be ready. to to be out there by themselves like Mm -hmm. that. And and instead of, like, being able to thrive and to, you know, have a sense of, I guess, a process of coming into adulthood, they're just trying to survive at that point. So they're working, they're going to school, trying to literally make their lives better, but also, like, I got to pay rent. I got to pay food on the table and, like, I got to do whatever I got to do because my parent thought at 18 that I had to move out and whatever. Um, so I know that's the case for some people. That's not for all households. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know there's people that have experienced that. Um, and I even saw a thread about it like on Twitter recently when it comes to like, even for like my like me growing up, like my mom, it was sort of a thing like. She knew like we were either we were going to like we were gonna go to school, like it wasn't even like a option for us. It was just like, oh I know Courtney's gonna go to school. Um we we just didn't have the once you turn eighteen you're grown.
1: Yeah, I think the whole once you turn eighteen you gotta get out of my house, I think that's extreme. Like let's it let's is. crawl walk run this. Like, it okay, if you're gonna go to college What does that look like? How am I going to support you? But also make sure that you become an adult um, that is independent. If you're not going to go to college, what are you going to do? What's the timeline? If you stay in my house, I think you should be taking on more responsibility, whether that means you pay a bill or two or start paying your own bills. I don't Mm -hmm. know. I think there's a process um, to that. And I know... um, there's a lot of communities like the latino hispanic community Mm -hmm. listen they i give it to them they will stick together through no matter what um i know like the jewish community they're really big on that Mm -hmm. um and so i think black parents should be more open to just walking with their children through the process not saying that you give them compassion Pleat total reign to, to do whatever they want to do. Correct. Um, but there's a process. Cause when you're 18, like your, your brain is not fully yeah. developed or mature to make adult decisions all the time.
0: And even thinking about, and it may be this, the thing where um those parents that do that is because their parents made them. And it was like the ge- generational difference. It's like, okay, yeah. well, at, at, well eight, at 18, my mama said I had to go to work or I had to do X, Y, and Z. And so that, I was I'm turned out fine like so you Mm -hmm. you gonna have to do it you know um so that may be also another thing that is why some parents think that way true 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 yep do your parents still provide for you as an adult no why don't they or
1: yeah why don't they they don't because I'm in a position to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. So when th- this whole term "grown," yes, I say I have grown because nobody pays for anything of Imani Simone Steele, except for Imani Simone Steele, and even my parents have said, "You're grown." Oh, once parents say that, uh, oh, okay, yeah, I'm yes, I'm grown. Um, I think it's 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 gotten to a point. If I was in a position where like I really couldn't fend for myself my parents would still help me in a way but I am more than capable of taking care of myself yeah so they they don't need to yeah and I'm okay with that
0: yeah yeah what about you yeah my parents still provide for me as an adult not because I've asked them to because they simply just do and so a couple of examples um so like my car insurance. Like my mom the the my car is in my mom's name and she was like I've been paying for it. So like why would I take you off my policy for you to create a new policy? And even with my renter's insurance, um her my mom's a very logical thinker. She was like you're going to be paying $10 a month. What what sense does it make for you to open up a new account with State Farm to put to pay $10 a month when that can just be put on my bill cuz I already pay them. Um and even down to my cell phone bill, my cell phone bill, my sister's still on it. And so, and, and then my stepsister's on it. And so they're just like, I mean, what, 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 what is one phone going to make? Like one phone being off the bill going to make, um,
1: uh, it makes a difference. I'm does. sorry.
0: <laughs> it, Listen, it makes a difference. Just it throwing does. it out there. It probably just, just does. Pain. But my, but they're like, they never have said like, you need to be completely like, off, But even in little ways. So like when considering like, am I going to get cable? They were like, no, get a fire stick. You have the AT&T app, use our login and there you go. You have cable. So like, I think they still provide for me in in those ways. So I don't have to worry about those small things. So I don't have to worry about keeping, not, not keeping up with those things, but having to worry about it is one less thing that I have to worry about because they've already been doing it for so long. It's just like, what is the, the, for them? It's like, what is the point? Like if I take Courtney off, if I put Courtney's name for the um, car insurance, like it's, it's still my car, the car is in my name. So if something happens, I still need to be informed. So it makes no sense. So like my mom's a very logical thinker when she like thinks about, the things that she does for me, but like you, like, um, but on that side, um, everything else, I pay for myself. I pay for my rent and everything else that my parents did buy my furniture when I moved. Um, and I think my, my, my mom has provided and and continues to provide because she just wants she, she wants my adult life to be easy. And that's something that, um, she said to me and just said like, Hey, like, if there's one less thing you got to worry about, like why not? Um, and she just wants to make sure that I'm good and I'm, I'm settled, especially being in California. She's just like, I just want to make sure you're good. Um, but everything else I, I have, you know, taking care of myself. Um, even when I wasn't working for two months before I moved, I's like my, I didn't ask my mom to pay my rent when I wasn't working for those two months. Like, because I knew the sacrifices she had already made with buying my furniture. So they provide in the, in the ways that they do. And I am eternally grateful. Um, so yeah. When do you think you'll take on those other responsibilities? That's a good point. My mom, my car is in my mom's name. And so I think for her, she's like, this is a protection thing. Like I want to make sure that your, your coverage or whatever. So if something happens, like I want you to be covered. I don't, we haven't had that conversation, honestly. Phone bill, they joke, and they're like, "Uh, you can start paying your phone bill now." They joke, and then I'm like, "Okay, like, how much is?" It? And they're like, "You know, you're we're not letting, we're not getting you off the phone bill." Like, and I'm like, "Okay, so like, I don't know. Maybe it's, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I don't know. so <laughs> I gotta
1: poke the bear at this one because it's just I'm so re- interesting." If they were to tell you, hey, you need to start paying for your car insurance, phone bill, everything else, mm-hmm. how would you take
0: that? I'd be like, okay. Would you be okay with it? I'd be okay with it. I would I would have to, with my budget, maneuver some stuff, but I'd be fine with it. But I'd be fine with it. Um, but what? I would just ask for like a month for me to like figure out my budget. That's That will be it. Okay. That would be it. Good yeah
1: yeah what listen I mean if your parents are still
0: offering take advantage of it the car insurance itself oh yeah like once I because I had to get a transfer from South Carolina to California my mom was like this is triple the amount it was in South Carolina and like they sent me the bill and I was like mommy this is just for my car she was like yeah but it's cool it's fine I got it like And so even doing little things of just like, I may send my mom, I may, and like, I'm not completely spoiled where I'm like, mom is going to do it because I know she's just going to do it. It's like, I, I really appreciate my mom and I tell her this all the time. So it's not like, I'm just like, I know she's going to do it because she's going to do it because she's my mama, but I appreciate my mom so, so much. And she knows that. And I think because I'm appreciative, that's why she continues to like still support me in that way. Because nice. if I was out here just spoiled, she would shut it down quickly. I know she would. What I she, feel like she would. I feel like she would. She, I, think, I, I think the reason why what? my mom does provide for me the way that she does is because I, I, it's not like she just gives, gives, gives. But I work very hard for everything. So, like, I've had a job since I was 15. So, it's not that it was like I'm just sitting up chilling like my mama's going to give me X, Y, and Z. I've had to work for the things that I want. And she's like, okay, Courtney's trying. Courtney's taking care of herself, um, even during college, like my first year I did not work, but every year after that, my mom never had to give me money, but if, and she only had to pay for tuition my sophomore and freshman year. So like I took care of myself and it was the bigger things like my international trip where it was like, mommy, I need you. Could you go half with me? Because this is half my check. The payment is half my check. So like things like that. So I've always taken care of myself and I always been responsible. And like, even like when I moved here. Um, I knew I had to pay two months rent. So even as an intern, I was saving a thousand dollars per check because I was like, I'm going to be moving and I know that I'm going to have to pay rent and I don't know how many months I'm going to have to pay in advance. And so even for me, that was something I was always thinking, I was always thinking ahead. And so my mom knew that and she was like, well, I'm going to help you in the little ways that I can. If that's furniture, if that's car insurance or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think her perspective is if Courtney was just sitting on her butt all day, absolutely not. But because my mom knows and she knows how much how hard I've worked for from under even since I was, I guess, 15, to get into school, graduate with honors, work, you know, get this great job. I think she's just like, okay, I can do I can do I can still help. That's if that makes sense. It's it, it makes sense. It's just interesting to me. Yeah. And I think and honestly, I've had these conversations with her. I'm like, mommy. Why? And she said literally what she said was like, Courtney, if you were just waiting for me to do everything for you, if you were waiting for a handout from me, absolutely not. But Courtney, you have made a life for yourself beyond what I have provided for you. She was like, you know, we've had this conversation. I usually have this conversation with my mom once a month because I literally have those moments like, dang, like mommy, I really appreciate you. Like you didn't have to, but you did like, so, the so I have those conversations monthly and we have this same talk of just like, I do because you're doing well and I want to make sure you're good. And, um, that's my pride and joy, making sure that you're set up for the, for success because, so you don't have to go into debt. And so you don't have to, um, do the things I had to do when I turned, term- became an adult and had to mm-hmm. find that balance of transitioning. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I appreciate you, mommy. <laughs> interesting yeah what what are your thoughts you you thinking i am but it's okay we have another we have other questions what what is the impact of your parents still providing or not providing in your current life and adulthood what is the impact been
1: uh <laughs> the impact i mean Imani's gonna like, take care of Imani. Like at the end of the day, mm-hmm. like that's just what it comes down to. So yeah. I mean, if I needed help, I know my parents would help me. Now yeah. I know the approach they would take probably differs from your mom. So for example, when I moved to Texas, I didn't have any money. My dad was like, here's a loan. You got to pay me mm. back, but here's a loan. Mm. He didn't just give it to me. Yeah, If he wanted to give it to me, he could have. But my dad has always taught me a lesson, especially when it comes to um, finances. So I'll never forget this. We went to Disney World. Before we left, he was like, Monty, make sure you got your money, all this other stuff. I'm like, yeah, I got it. Duh, duh, duh. We get to Florida, my wallet is still in Ohio. So I'm in Florida with like a gift card and $5. And my dad was like, I told you to check, you didn't check, I'll loan you money, but you gotta pay me back plus interest. So it's always mm. been instances like that Where he's always taught me like Hey, you gotta put some skin in the game Especially mm. if you wanna live um, A certain lifestyle Or obtain a certain lifestyle So for me, because I've always had those lessons Of taking care of things um, Myself, financially When stuff happens It don't faze me mm. It really doesn't phase me It doesn't, now granted It doesn't mean it can't be overwhelming But it's like, okay, it's It's another thing I got to take care of. But because of how I was raised to put myself in a position to um, take care of myself and not Mm -hmm. depend on anyone else, I'm able to take care of myself. Um, And I think that was ultimately my my daddy's goal was like, hey, I can help her out. I know I can help my child out, but I need her to learn how to take care of herself, especially if mm. something happens to me. I think my father's focus is more so making sure I'm good once he passes away versus like giving me handouts now, mm. um, which is it, it's fine. I'm cool with it. So
0: yeah. it is what it is.
1: How about you? How has your mom still helping you out ha- impacted you?
0: Yeah, I think it has it made a lot my transition easier um, because she bought my furniture um, I still she bought like the big stuff so my dresser my bed my couch but I still had to buy like my tables and my all my my decor and, and pots and pans and all that other stuff but even her taking the big load of buying the biggest stuff I was able to budget for one my my you know graduation money but even the money that I saved and I moved August 1st so I had to pay August 1st rent and September 1st rent and I didn't pay and I didn't start working until September 3rd so like even for that I knew that I had to pay uh some a whole lot of money for rent for those two months and I knew I had to have it and so that impact of being able to be like okay mommy I I know I got to pay rent and she took care of that part. It made my transition so much easier. Cause I, I couldn't imagine like buying furniture. I was either going to have furniture or rent, like one of the two, because furniture is expensive. So I was going to have one of the two and I couldn't have, I couldn't have neither. So that had, that was really helpful. Um, you just took think, me back. I'm sorry. You just took girl, me back. Cause when I think about how much money I just spent man on furniture. Okay. Continue. It's wild. ain't it? but like the impact, like I was able, once I was settled, I was able to save, um, really right when I started working, because I really, I had developed a budget literally when I signed my offer, I knew how much money I was making. I had, I had gotten to the the mindset of this is your budget. This is what you got to stick to. So I was able to save and even being able to pay off a student loan in January. And that was my, I think that's probably one of my biggest financial accomplishments. i only been working for a couple months and I was able to pay off a student loan. Had she had not been helpful. Um, and you know, have, has done for me. I think I would probably, I probably would have struggled a little bit of just like balancing. And I, and not even struggled on being able to pay for everything, I wouldn't be, have been able to save as much as I wanted, was able to, and I wouldn't have been able to pay off that student loan as quickly. Um, and even now, still, like, I'm hopefully being able to pay off another student loan by the end of this month, and even thinking, like, those little things that she pays for, that's something I'm not having to account for in my budget, and I'm able to put that money towards my student loans. And she's so supportive of that, and she's like, Okay, so what what is the plan? What is the plan for the next student loan to be paid off? Like how many months are you going to like is it going to take you to pay that off? So I it's the impact is me being set up financially. Um one thing that I also wanted to touch on is um
1: another big impact for me cuz I think I'm just I'm really proud of myself, mm-hmm. I would say. Um to be 22 have my own apartment so I don't have a roommate. I was able, I furnished my own apartment. I did it all on my own. I guess being able to say I did it all on my own and even my my parents, like, yeah, that was all you. Um, I think for 22, that's such a a big accomplishment for me. Um, And quite frankly, I'm glad my parents did it the way that they did. Mm. Like, I don't, I'm glad they did. I'm glad they did it that way. Yeah. Mm Yeah. Will you provide for your
0: children after they turn 18 and graduate from college? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, It's at this point, it's not even um, a thing where it's a question. Um, And even thinking historically, like my mom, my grandma could not provide for my sister to go to my mom, I mean, my mom to go to school. So my mom had to pay for it and fund it and get loans. So this for me, now my mom my mom was able to pay out of pocket. I had loans and things like that. My goal when it comes to my kids, and my mom still provides for me. My goal is like if my child has a bill, I don't want you to even take out loans. I wanna be able to write a check and here, take it to the treasurer's office. Um, that is my goal. So like I've and even providing after they, they're grown and graduated. Um, I believe that I will um I may not furnish the whole thing. I may buy them the biggest fit, thi- the biggest pieces they need um, to have a room set up and everything. Um, and I, pro- I will definitely do the car thing. Um, and of course pay first tuition, and everything else. But I think in those lessons, as long as my child, I know that they're working, they're doing what they need to do in school. Um, they're, you know, they have an on-campus job and everything else. And they're, they're being responsible with my help absolutely absolutely Mm -hmm. um because i want my mom did a you know she's done a great job um and she's been a great provider but i'll even want to do even more for my kids um whether that's a college fund being set up when i find out i'm pregnant i don't know whatever it is i want to make sure that my kid has even more and i think that's probably what my mom would want me to do as well as she was able to do for me Mm -hmm. what about you (laughs) No. So, um,
1: it's going, listen, listen, I need to build character with my kids. I'm sorry. It is it, because you can build character. No, uh, let me tell you how it's going to go. But I need you to know how to take care of yourself. I, I just do. So when you're in school, right, I got you, right? I would even want to be able to pay your tuition out of pocket. I got you, right? Um... When you graduate from college, depending on your situation, um, I will help you. So if you graduate from college and you need some time to get settled, find a job, fine, cool. Move back in the house, but let's talk about your plan. Let's talk about what you're trying to do. If you graduate from college, you have a job secured, right? I'll help you with the transition in terms of moving you down there. If you need some money, you know what, son, daughter, here's $5,000. Take it. Do what you want with it. I'm not paying your bills. I'm just not. I'm not going to pay your bills, especially when you are in a position to take care of yourself. I'm not doing it because I feel like... um, you just have to learn and you have to learn as soon as possible, especially if I have a daughter. I don't want my daughter um, to get so caught up in like getting in a relationship and getting married and being dependent on a husband to take care of herself. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. I want my children to learn how to take care of themselves, how to take care of all their bills on their own. I got you through college, I got you through college. But if you're in a position to take care of yourself financially, I'm not paying your car bill. I'm not paying your phone bill. I'm not.
0: I'm just not. With the de- the dependency part, I think you can still learn t- to not be dependent on someone even if they you- they do provide. You can.
1: You. Like, yeah, you can. I think my push is if you have the means to take care of yourself, why am I ta- Why am I paying your bills? I've, I didn't took care of you. I didn't give you the best life. I'm still <laughs> I mean, that's here what you're for you. you supposed to do, though. Right? Parent, I'm still here to. for you. I'm still here from you. And when I leave this earth, you're going to be set. But this $80 phone bill, and I know you coming out making good money, baby, you can take care of it. It will be okay. I promise it will not make or break you. That is my perspective. And even...
0: And even when you get when you get married, oh, I'm definitely not paying for anything. And that's see, that's a whole that's a whole different conversation. I know some parents that do
1: that though. I know some parents that still take care of their kids when they get married. That no, that's not happening. But I think for me, if my child is in a position to take care of themselves and not struggle, they're going to have to take on all financial responsibilities. Because there's certain lessons that you get out of that. You don't learn those things until you just have to
0: do it. I just, I'm not saying pay rent here. I'm not saying pay, pay rent or, or, you know, something wild. But if, if you have been on my phone bill since you get a phone, in what, fifth, sixth grade? At this point, I'm so used to paying it. It would take more effort to take you off my bill. It really and you, doesn't. It does point, not. It
1: does I not take feel, that much effort.
0: It don't I'm take that much sure. effort. No, nope. it does not. Like, I promise you, it and I'm doesn't. Not saying, I'm it's not a phone saying, call. <laughs> I'm not saying to keep them on the phone bill forever. But, I mean, even if they, they graduated, they, they're settled I would take more pride in knowing. Okay, my child, I can I can spare that eighty dollars if I know my child is going to use that for X, Y, and Z, or if they're able mm-hmm. to um, work towards their savings goal or pay off student loans. I, I hope I, that's not even going to be a thing because they're not going to even have loans. But if, to do something else, like I just feel like as a parent, I want my child to be set up in a way where there is like something as small as a like as a for me as a phone bill it's like i mean you've already been on there okay i, I just I feel, feel I, like if eighty dollars for a phone bill or what, what what do i pay for renters
1: insurance thirteen dollars $13 for renters insurance if my child is not able to provide that for themselves we got to reevaluate something
0: and it's not even like for me it's not that i i can't provide it for myself my mom's logical thinking was what is the point of you opening up a whole account to pay ten dollars a month when that can just be added to my bill like that makes no to her it it's makes not no sense. i
1: i think and maybe this is where we just have to agree to disagree like opening yeah. up a whole account well one it depends on who you go through but literally it's not even just you like it's not necessarily you opening up an account like a credit card or a checking account or say is literally telling a company, "Hey, I need runners insurance. You pay $13 and keep me to push it. And when you're done, if you don't need anymore, you stop paying." I think it's Bear that myself. simple. Um and so I just think that um I just think that there's just there's certain things that I need my kids to understand and to learn. Um, Because mommy and daddy have have provided a good life for you and we have set you up and we're always going to be here for you if you need something. However, you need to learn how to take care of yourself because God forbid if something happens to mom or dad and let's just say something crazy happens to whatever inheritance we have set aside for you. I still need you to be able to know. How to pay the phone bill? How to I take still, care of yourself? How to open up accounts for? It. I still need you to be able to know how to do those things.
0: I still believe that I you can like, like I still have to open up accounts for different things. But it's like I you can still learn those lessons, and I and this is coming from a twenty three year old. I know thirty year olds who still get taken care of. Like yeah. literally saw a threat. Yeah. T- and they're like, "I'm gonna let it" because they're 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 like. If my mom is gonna pay my my student loans for the next six months, not because I asked her to, because she wants to gift me that, I'm gonna let her. Uh, yeah, like, I mean
1: that's fine.
0: I mean, if you listen yeah. to each their
1: own, I just yeah. know for me at buy house. If you got the means to pay eighty dollars for your phone bill, you going to pay eighty dollars for your phone bill. And I think that it's just the 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 principle in it all. And I think um, I want to be able to put my kids in a position where I can say yeah. They take care of themselves. They're able to do without me, without me and my husband's help. Um, and there's going to be boatloads of money for them whenever I pass away. So that it's not even um, a thing of not trying to create generational wealth. At the same time, I need you to learn how to manage money. I need you to learn how to budget. I need you to learn how to be prepared for just life happening. That's what I need my kids to gra- to understand.
0: We're going to agree to disagree because I still like, especially in my situation, I feel like you can still learn that. I got my offer letter and created my budget the next day. You can still day.
1: learn those things, but like, let's just call a spade a spade until you won't necessarily, we won't necessarily have the same experiences until you take on all financial responsibility for yourself because there's things i have to think about that you won't have to think about like what for so for example if i if i wanted to get a new car i have to think about how much my insurance is going to shoot up because no one's no one's taking care of that for me but it's like you don't have that concern or for me for me i have to worry about like oh okay um Uh, something happened with like my cell phone bill or I got to take just certain instances, things that I have to be mindful of that you don't because someone else is taking care of those responsibilities for you. So if AT&T did something with your phone, they're not even gonna wanna talk to you. They're gonna wanna talk to the account holder or whoever's your cell phone provider. And it's being able to navigate situations like that and being able to advocate for myself and not depending on mom or dad because I'm able, I have to take on this responsibility for myself. And I just think that that's fair to say, we're gonna have different experiences. I have things Fair. More things to be concerned about financially than you do.
0: Yeah, I can say that.
1: Okay. All right. Verse
0: 1322, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. That parent would want for their child to have a good, um, not even just money, but things to be left behind for, so they, so they'll be blessed and to be well off until they don't have to struggle for anything. Um, so the Bible verse tells us that, um to leave an inheritance for our children. That's my my hope and my goal in creating generational wealth, and I know it is for yours as well, Imani. So, yeah, create mm-hmm. generational wealth, y'all. Mm-hmm. No matter what avenue you take.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, listen just a hey, different show's for different folks <laughs> okay so let's wrap it up in prayer Heavenly Father we thank you so much we thank you every uh, Heavenly Father for just giving us the means to be able just to provide for ourselves Heavenly Father we pray that you continue um, to help those um, that feel like they are lacking show yourself as Jehovah Jireh especially during this time during quarantine God um, show us that we don't have to depend on a job we don't have to depend on anyone else but you uh to be our ultimate provider heavenly father i pray that you just help um all young adults right now as they're they're transitioning as they're going through lives um give them wisdom heavenly father when it comes to making certain decisions oh god um comfort them for the things that may be stressing them out but also teach us god how to create generational wealth um, for our children and our children's children. Um, Give us entrepreneurial mindsets, Heavenly Father. Help us be good stewards of the things that you have blessed us with. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen, amen. So y'all know new episodes every week. If you have any topic suggestions, fill out the form in our link tree in our Instagram bio. Don't forget to join our Slack channel where you can connect with other believers. um, And us, you'll have full access to me and Imani. And let us know what you think about this week's episode. We want to hear your feedback and your thoughts. But until next time, y'all, be blessed. Bye.